2: Welcome to the Explaining History podcast and uh, once again my uh, apologies to uh, the Explaining History uh, audience. Um, I've been unwell for quite a few weeks now with some kind of almost unshakable uh, winter virus. So back on the road to recovery but we, we have missed quite a few podcasts. And uh, I've been involved in uh, trying to stop uh, an electoral apocalypse here in the UK and we appear to have failed visibly at that one, but hey ho. And now on to lighter matters, principally the fall of Burma during the Second World War and the uh, mass exodus uh, of refugees that fled from Burma into India, uh, often on foot um and, and this is very interesting uh, very very dark uh, part of britain's imperial history um as as much of it is um, but it shines a light on how Britain lost the kind of the moral right um i use that term very so very loosely but the um the moral right to rule um as a result of the the failings of the second world war. Put simply, when the the British fled from Burma, they left not only the Burmese, but large numbers of uh, Indian uh, settlers in Burma to their fates. And uh, it wasn't simply the Japanese that Indian settlers had to fear, but the resentments of the various um, ethnicities within Burma um, who saw... Uh, Indian settlers there, uh, every bit as as, uh, uh, as the colonists uh, that the British were. Um, so today I'm going to read from uh, Max Hastings' kind of overview of the Second World War, All Hell Let Loose, which is, is perhaps not the, as, as great a book as Anthony Beaver's more recent history of the Second World War, but it's, it's pretty good, you know. So he uh, he reads, The conquerors, emboldened by their Malayan triumph, which obviously means Japan, seized the opportunity also to seize a British Burma, partly to secure its oil and natural resources and partly to close off the Burma road to China. Um, The first bombs fell on its capital, Rangoon, on the 23rd of December in a little house on Spark Street. Uh, One of the uh, Indian railway engineer driver driver Kashmir Rigo's sons was practising Silent Night in his violin. Lena, his little sister, was making paper chains. While their parents were out Christmas shopping, suddenly the sounds of aircraft and machine gun fire burst upon the seasonal idyll. Bombs exploded, fires broke out, and wholesale panic spread. The um, belief that uh, Burma could be defended was uh, about as delusional as the belief that Malaya could. Both Burma and Malaya were uh, parts of the British Empire which had been um, examples, I suppose, of a British imperial overstretch by the 1930s. They were um, poorly defended. Um, They were considered uh, afterthoughts, backwaters. They were the kinds of places places that British imperial um, officials and soldiers didn't really want to be sent. They were places where careers tended to stagnate and in um, the uh, various outposts that the British had across Burma, uh, rather second-rate administrators tended to spend long Burmese days with uh, stengers, uh, Scotch uh, whiskey and sodas, um, uh, country club dinners, and and very little to do. So uh, that for the Japanese, um, astonished by their own triumphs in Malaya, these places were kind of easy pickings. Um, Max Hastings goes on to write, A Burman midwife, Dao Sen, recalled later that she had heard vaguely about a war. At first she was uncertain about who was fighting who. Now her husband burst into the kitchen and yelled, Out! Quick! We must get away! They fled their house and were halfway to the railway station when she realised she was half naked. Her husband tore his own longy... in half, and gave her um, the rent cloth to cover her breasts. Thus clad, she tumbled aboard the first departing train from Mulmien. Packed to the door with refugees uh, like themselves, after some miles it halted, then stood immobile for hours um, with its cargo of fetid, hungry, thirsty and desperate humanity. Finally, a man walked along the track beside the coaches and shouted, mulmien has been destroyed. Bombs are falling everywhere. The train isn't going any further. After fevered consultation, Do Sen and her husband set off on foot towards Mandalay, far to the north. So, as you can imagine, it was only railways um, that connected the country uh, in, in terms of, of, of mass transport. And once the railways had been destroyed, uh, once the destinations had been uh, attacked and destroyed then um, either uh, going to other internal destinations within Burma uh, by foot was an option or trying to get out to India uh, was the other. Now for context, of course, uh, this comes just uh, three weeks, well slightly less than three weeks after the attack on Pearl Harbour and after the invasion of Malaya that happens basically simultaneously. And it shows you the speed at which Japan was racing uh, across Southeast Asia. Uh, And as it says in the beginning, Burma had a special significance for the the Japanese. The Japanese imagined that Burma would eventually be run as a kind of a a fairly self-governing dominion within the Japanese Empire. They they had little interest in it as a kind of a place of physical colonisation. But it was very useful because it had oil um the uh, the british had discovered oil uh, in burma in the 1920s and established the the, the Burma oil company uh, and it was also the route by which um military aid was passing from the british empire to the chinese nationalists and had been doing for some time the uh, the real objective was always the conquest of china anything that could be done to prevent uh, resupply of the Chinese nationalists and anything that could be done to capture oil reserves in Burma, in the Dutch East Indies, so that the entire Japanese war machine doesn't grind to a halt in uh, China uh, is of of massive, massive importance. Very quickly, the basics of um, Burmese life and particularly Burmese colonial life starts to break down um the food supply network uh begins to uh to fragment and, and break down uh and as uh british colonialists uh, flee and indian um uh, the indian sort of lower colonial tier um flees um homes begin to be raided by desperate Burmese people looking for something um to eat the bombing resulted in catastrophic casualties um, and as those mounted and as chaos reigned it became increasingly clear that the, the colonial administrators had no power to actually rule burma uh, under this onslaught and the the kind of the, the, the tacit understanding between the colonized and colonizers was always based on on this kind of compact that it was impossible for the British to rule India through force of arms or Burma through force of arms, but there was uh, an assumption on the behalf of, uh, on the part of uh, many colonised peoples, that the, the British sort of knew what they were doing and in this kind of a crisis would be able to keep them them safe, which plays into um, the rapid decolonisation of India and the the Golden Crescent, Burma um, and Malaya, um, after uh, the the, the Second World War. Max Hastings writes, Colonial mastery crumbled as swiftly and ignominiously in Burma as it had in Malaya. A host of Indian fugitives took to the jungle or set out westwards, including the low-caste sweepers who emptied their rulers' thunderboxes, toilets, uh, and cleaned the streets. Sir Reginald Dorman-Smith, the governor, reflected ruefully on the revelation that such people were indispensable to the Sahib's lives. Life begins with the sweeper, the lowest of all human beings, who holds in his hands the difference between health and disease, cleanliness and filth. The civil administration rapidly collapsed, and so too did the defence. Through February and March, the Japanese swept across the country. When soldier Robert Morris of the 7th Hussars landed in Rangoon, he found chaos. All we we saw were blazing fires and oil dumps set alight. Mounds of equipment such as aircraft marked lease lend to China from the USA lay in crates waiting assembly. The number of lorries lined up ready for shipment to China amazed us. The port had been deserted and ransacked. So so Burma was of course this lend-lease avenue um, from America and to some extent from Britain, but mainly from America uh, into uh, southern China. Um, and as a result, it, it shows you kind of like a... Perhaps this is a result of imperial overstretch. Perhaps this is a result of uh, arrogance and the kind of the folly of um, Britain's racial assumptions uh, are about uh, the, the uh, fighting ability of the Japanese. But Bur- Burma's strategic significance and the failure to adequately defend it really are sort of uh, at at odds with one another. Reginald Dorman-Smith, the uh, colonial governor of uh, Burma, um, was astounded about how disliked the British were by the Burmese and how little loyalty there was from the Burmese to the British. But one only has to understand the very basics of uh, colonial rule. If one um, uh, even ignores such basic things as the extraction of wealth from Burma by the British, um, and looks at the the day-to-day lived experience of the Burmese of being treated as second-class citizens, of not even registering as being shall we say, fully uh, relevant, fully human in the eyes of um, British colonists. Uh, British colonists would certainly not have um, had any kind of social relations with a Burman or or have uh, any kind of um, uh, interaction other than uh, master to servant with any of the Burmese population. So it's small wonder that when um, the only thing that the British appeared to have to offer, which was uh, civil order and uh, administration and defence. That crumbles too. The Burmese have uh, little or no desire to protect the British. And finally, the greatest betrayal of the British was the refusal to allow any Burmese or any Indians onto refugee transports by air or ship. And the British would... Um, repeat this betrayal in Malaya uh, as well, uh, as desperate Malays uh, and Indians and Malay Chinese were uh, begging the British to allow them to evacuate or to help them to evacuate.
1: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.
2: Literally shoved aside at the docks uh, for uh, white British colonists to board transports to uh, escape. The naivety of uh, Dorman Smith was also repeated by the Far East Commander in Chief, Sir Robert Brooke Popham, who said, It is rather disheartening after all the years we have been in Burma and the apparent progress that has taken place under our rule. To find that the majority of the population want to be rid of us, I can only suggest that there are three things that are at any rate worthy of investigation. First, a tendency amongst Englishmen to regard themselves as naturally superior in every way to any coloured race, without taking steps to ensure that this is always a fact. Secondly, a failure to develop a sympathetic understanding with the Burmese. And thirdly, the fact that the majority of non official Englishmen in Burma. Were more concerned with making money than benefiting the, na- the native population. Well, the answer is there, really, isn't it? And there have had, of course, been a, a long-standing uh, initiative or, or a set of initiatives by Japan to foster national independence movements in Burma. Um, three British, uh, three Burmese prime ministers. Um, had been uh, arrested by the British for uh, making advances to Japan uh, during the the 1920s and 30s. And despite the um, viciousness of the Japanese onslaught, there was a pro-Japanese sentiment widespread within Burma. The Japanese for their part were quite taken aback uh, uh, about the uh, popularity they experienced when uh, particularly from young Burmese people. Uh, One Japanese liaison officer wrote, it came to us how strong was their passion for independence. Um, Burmese villagers would often crowd around Japanese soldiers um, offering them uh, water and uh, food to eat. Um, the soldiers were um, bewildered um, and uh, by the fact that often the Burmese would speak to them uh, in English and they would uh, ask questions about the advance of the Japanese uh, across Asia, particularly questioning whether Singapore had fallen. Because in the midst of uh, rural Burma, the information that was uh, available to the rural Burmese was often uh based on supposition on rumor so they they were um they saw the japanese as uh, a means of confirming things that they they had uh they had heard in january 1942 um Wavell, commander in chief um in java uh told uh, dorman smith that there was no assistance that could come to him He had no resources um, and he said that I cannot understand why with troops at your disposal, you should be unable to hold Mulmain and trust you will do so. Nature of country and resources must limit a Japanese effort. Um, In uh, the final days of January, a small Japanese force, only two divisions uh, of uh, ground troops, finally crossed over the border from Siam into Burma. Uh, and whilst Indian soldiers fought bravely and um, held uh, the Japanese off briefly, they had no air support or artillery. Uh, The Burmese uh, regiments, uh, the Burmese rifles, uh, essentially either uh, fled the battle uh, or um, deserted, um, as they had virtually no intention of fighting and dying to preserve the British rule in Burma. In one revealing uh, statement, Lieutenant John Randall of the Baluch Regiment said, We were arrogant about the Japs. We regarded, them, we regarded them as coolies. We thought of them as third-rate. My goodness me, we soon changed our tune. The Japs fought with great ferocity and courage. We had no idea about jungle fighting, no pamphlets, doctrine, etc. Not only were we raw troops, we were trying to do something entirely new. And the whole story of the uh, British Fourteenth Army, the Forgotten Army in, in Burma, um, the uh, led by William Slim, uh, who was one of the British uh, learning and learning and learning by through its own uh, errors, uh, and eventually triumphing. Though ultimately, one, one would argue, it was a, a fairly pyrrhic victory. Um, but really working out how to fight a jungle war. In desperation, um, Wavell sacked um, his commander-in-chief in uh, in Burma um, and the British government uh, pleaded with John Curtin, the Australian Prime Minister, to allow uh, two Australian uh, brigades to then uh, en route to uh, the Middle East to be uh, diverted to Burma. Of course, Curtin refused, probably quite wisely. And the Australians um, had, uh, whilst you know, the, some of the, the most able and toughest fighters uh, of the Second World War, were ultimately doomed, or would have been ultimately doomed had they set foot in Burma, because the tide of the campaign had swept so far in Japan's favour that there was ultimately uh, no chance of, of victory. So, for the Burmese, um, many Burmese viewed the Japanese invasion as a chance to achieve uh, everything they had wanted. Uh, the new Burma defense army um, that marched alongside the Japanese under Japanese control um, saw um, was the kind of was greeted in uh, Burmese cities. Uh, with rapturous applause, but the, the million Indians who lived in the country um, who had, um, as they had in many British colonies, uh, risen to positions of um, importance and wealth, uh, dominating uh, commercial and professional life, um, and not all of them, you know, many actually uh, working in, in fairly kind of menial roles as well, looked along, looked on with fear at the uh, newly empowered uh, Burmese uh, nationalism. Uh, Many had been quite uh, as dismissive and disdainful as the British had towards their Burmese uh, subjects. And there was a great deal of animosity there. Um, As the invasion swept forward, the British basically did nothing to uh, help um, the uh, Indian colonists to, to leave. Um, and the uh, British uh, justified this by saying they had difficulty enough themselves leaving. The idea that the that, that themselves actually morally and legally contained um, uh, Indian uh, colonial subjects uh, was uh, completely lost upon them. The white route um, on paddle steamers to India and steamships. Um, was thus called because when Indians stepped uh, aboard ships, they recognised that uh, the vast majority of the the refugees there were were white. Um, And, of course, the black route was referred to as the route one had to take over land, um, uh, denoting its kind of racial characteristics, but also it's the bleak fate of many who traversed it. Um, So Max Hastings writes, Throngs of people too poor to purchase tickets to salvation were obliged to take to the roads and the tracks north and westwards towards Assam. The monsoon broke in May. Thereafter, rain and mud clogged the passage alike of the fortunate in cars and the impoverished on foot. They were robbed and sometimes raped. They paid exorbitantly for scraps of food, succumbed to dysentery, malaria and fever. At ferries and roadblocks, their last rupees were extracted by avaricious policemen and villagers. No one knows exactly how many Indians died in the spring and summer of 1942 on the road to Assam but it was at least 50,000 and perhaps more. Their skeletons littered the road for years to shame British passers-by when they later went that way again. An officer searching for stragglers at Tagan Hill on the way to Lado came upon a village of the dead. The clearing was littered with tumble-down huts where often whole families stayed and died together. I found the bodies of a mother and child locked in each other's arms. In another hut were the remains of another mother who died in childbirth, where the child was only half-born. Um, in this one clearing, more than 50 people had died. Sometimes pious Christians placed little wooden crucifixes in the ground before they died. Others had figures of the Virgin Mary still clutched in their skeleton hands. A soldier had expired wearing his side cap. All his cotton clothing had rotted away, but the woollen cap sat smartly on the grinning skull—ever the dis- uh, already the ever-destroying jungle had overgrown some of the older huts, covering up the skeletons and reducing them to dust and mould. These um, were unlikely to have been uh, Indians; these were part of the uh, the Karen tribes uh, of uh, northern Burma, who were um, often converted to Christianity by European missionaries. When uh, surviving refugees reached British-controlled India at Imphal, um, often there, the uh, facilities there were totally overwhelmed by the number of people that had to be cared for. The uh, British colonists on tea plantations tried to do their best uh, for um, those who were crossing over, but often it was a, extremely difficult. Um, the British Raj um, was incapable of moving resources in sufficient quantities um, to uh, the northeast of India in order to take care of those people who had uh, arrived in, in, in a desperate circumstances and that again showed the it um, uh, showed india it showed Burma. And it showed the rest of uh, British Asia, um, the fact that the British were either indifferent or incapable. And the last word comes from Jawaharlal Nehru, who at this point, as part of the uh, Indian Congress movement, was imprisoned uh, in, in India. He said, it is the misfortune of India, at this crisis in her history, not only to have a foreign government, but a government which is incompetent and incapable of organising her defence properly or of providing for the safety and the essential needs of her people. Um, a fair comment if, if ever there were uh, and an indicator that it was the, the, mo- the year of 1942 uh, and the fall of um, Singapore, Burma and Malaya uh, obviously Burma had fallen slightly earlier that um, created created a kind of a a moment for the British Empire from where there was no returning. Anyway, I hope you found this useful and helpful, and I'll catch you on the next Explaining History podcast. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.